Hey everyone, Dave here. Just wanted to let you know that at the beginning of this episode, you're going to hear some noises in the background from one of Jameson's adorable young children. Uh, just wanted you to know that they won't last the whole episode, but you do get to hear from this unexpected guest on today's show. So apologies for the extra noise, but uh, just know that it only lasts for the first few minutes. All right, enjoy the show. It takes more than rewriting git commit authors to blame someone else to be a great engineer. This is Soft Skills Engineering episode 322. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice podcast for software engineers of all shapes and sizes, especially those that like to take the Stalin approach to history. <laughs> Can you, uh, would you just have to rebase? How do you even do that to rewrite the authors? I, I don't know, but I'm sure it involves the dash F flag somewhere. Probably someone will say ref log, and then someone else will show up and say, actually, Git is really simple. It's just a directed acyclic graph, and, right. <laughs> and then it has 5 million commands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to learn the first principles and the 5 million com commands, and then it's fine. Yeah, and then it's obviously simple. <laughs> <laughs> it's a directed I, I, I disagree it's not a directed acyclic graph it is a blame distribution system ah the distributed part is about blame <laughs> yes that, yeah you you thought <laughs> distributed meant <laughs> where the data is stored oh no <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized the other day that I I know how to use git like a person in the middle ages who doesn't know how to read or write knows how to sign their name i like learn the shapes and just like go through the same repetitive motions to do the thing uh -huh. but i don't I, I, there are people that are fluent in it and i just watch them and wonder like what could you have done with that time you're like i can make a shape that looks like get rebase yeah <laughs> yeah i know get rebase i know push i know pull i know stash stash is my friend i can like google how to bisect I don't think I've ever touched the ref log in anger. Oh, I did it yesterday. Not in anger, though. In in sheer desperation for hoping I can find that commit that I apparently forgot to push. <laughs> yeah, I guess I searched through the logs and stuff. I don't know. All right. Well, that's not what this show's about. No, no, no. Not at all. What all are right. we doing? This episode is sponsored by Hired, which is the best way to quit your job and find a new one. You will get more information about them in a minute. I'd like to thank our patrons this week who are contributing at a level where they get a shout-out every single week. They are Kent C. Dodds, Theodore Saban, Memester Josh, Jenny Kim, Owen Chartle, Craig Motlin, I Love Mavis, The Stochastic Parrot, Alice Joss, Andrew Pollock, No Cheating, Lanfer Plegleg, Gogorich, Nondroblech, Koshokton, Ohio, patreon.com.au, We're Hiring, Ira Chan, Monkey Face Emoji, Jonathan King, Testing is Documenting.org, Ola Dapafadie, Will Angel, who does not have the stinky feet, then who has the stinky feet, Nick Hathaway, Travis Sanders, Braden Keynes, John Grant, Nick Cantor, and Philip John Basile. If you would like to join this crew, you can go to softskills.audio and click the support us on Patreon button. And any contribution amount will get you access to our Slack community. And a very large amount will get you to be able to make us say whatever word, emoji, or safe for work phrase you would like on this show every week. All right. Should I read our first question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is from a listener named Alexander, who asks, I was a tech lead on some relatively well-known project since the beginning for more than a year. I made several trade-offs with technologies and some wrong decisions. I participate in some generic Slack organizations 
and have met several users of my product. I haven't told them I was connected with implementing the project, but sometimes shared some insights on how the project is tested and asked for opinions on some of the features of the product in comparison to the competitors. Now there's a person who continuously critiques the product. Sometimes the criticism is valid, but mostly it's just a rant. How can I influence that person without blowing my cover? Ah, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) This is the other side of having a product that's widely used where there's a good chance that you know people who uses it who use it yeah and it's like it sounds great in in print in pra- in uh on paper like oh yeah, yeah i use this really popular widely known product or i sorry i built it <laughs> but then you get to meet the users and they'll tell you what they really think about it yeah some of them hate you but if they don't and that's the beauty is if they don't know you did it then you get to hear their really unbiased <laughs> opinion so I've I've struggled with this before. I work on a product that is not super famous, but is certainly known and used and and very familiar to a group of people. And some of them are very vocal about their feedback. Uh, some of it's positive, some of it's negative, as feedback is. And it's taken me a little bit to learn to pick the useful stuff out of it without just absorbing the frustration, mm-hmm. feeling sad because like. That, yeah there's there's no perfect product some there's no perfect people either maybe if your product is perfect the person who's using it is is damaged <laughs> in some way that <laughs> that will make them frustrated at your product like just won't i don't know somebody will be mad at you yeah and sometimes that anger can contain valuable information which is why you don't just want to block the haters or whatever but if, if you have like a, a good product team or product partner that collects that information maybe you could honestly maybe you could just say just don't talk to that person. I, I trust other people to to collect valuable feedback from users. But if you do still want the feedback, you you, you have to kind of learn how to take the 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 hurt or criticism of, of what you have done and, and therefore like what you are, separate that from the information they're telling you about like where it's not working for them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I don't know. Like it, I think there's a there's a built-in conclusion or a premise here that. I'm not sure I agree with, which is, do you actually want to stop information? Yeah. Like, do you really want to stop this person from ranting? Oh, well, I, I wasn't even thinking about stopping them from ranting. That's true. I was thinking like, how do you still pay attention to them? Cause one, one yeah, option is just, yeah. yeah, you don't stop them ranting. You also just ignore them. You should, I don't know, mute them in your Slack client or whatever. You, I don't think you can do that actually. Yeah. But mute them with your eyes the way our ancestors <laughs> did. Um, <laughs> Use your eyelids, <laughs> also yeah, known exactly. as rant muters. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess what I was trying to express with that is like, A, yeah, it's really hard to differentiate rants from valid product complaints sometimes, you know, and, and you could certainly get obsessed with the rants and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to the code base and fix everything you ranted about. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then you find I'll out fix like things based on my perception of what people are most angry at, which right? Is, like based on the loudest uh, ranter. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a poor way of prioritizing. Yeah, and then what you find out is that that ranter is going to keep on ranting. Yeah, and a bunch of other people will be mad because you did it in a way that you that only works for the ranter, but actually didn't. Anyway, now you have nobody happy. So yeah, like I, I get that, but on the other hand, I'm like, what? Do you really want to shut them down? Like it sounds to me like it's like you're saying, listen. You've you've given me some really good product feedback. Uh, oh yeah, and I'm not allowed to reveal that I work on this product, right? 
So, hey, man, you've, you've expressed some really good product feedback. I'm sure the product manager, wink, wink, would love to hear that feedback. Could you just remove all the crappy stuff you say? Just stop saying that part. <laughs> You're saying that that is an unrealistic thing to ask this person to do, right? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Okay. They don't know, yeah. right? I'll bet you that they don't really realize that half the stuff they say is not useful feedback. Of course, they also don't know that they're speaking to the creator of the product. So yeah, this is like espionage. It's like it's like James Bond secrecy. Maybe okay. Maybe this person's a double agent. Maybe they actually are an employee of the company, Ooh. pretending to be a user, and this is their way of trying to influence the roadmap. Okay, by I, just be I, annoying I, enough. I just had this vision of as an employee of the company, it's actually an engineer. And they're trying to convince you to focus on some of these tech debt refactoring projects that they've been asking for for years. <laughs> I can tell I can tell from the pixels on the screen that this code is definitely not well factored and it, you need to use more design patterns. Uh, just from from the shape of the user interface, I can yeah. tell that they're using Redis as a durable data store and <laughs> Exactly. It's wholly inappropriate for exactly. that purpose, as we all know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could even make it really specific about, like, if you've got a pull request open that hasn't been reviewed or, like, some pet idea you've been shilling to a bunch of people inside and, and they can't, they, they just write you off. Yeah, exactly. It's your sock puppet, customer sock puppet. The, the funny thing is you joke about how you can't really tell what's going on with the back end of the infrastructure from the front end, but sometimes you really can, you know, like, should you really be using Java servlets in 2022? I guess if you used them in 2012 and then you didn't touch it since then, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, but I want to refactor. Oh, okay. Yeah, funny. sometimes sometimes the feedback is just like, I hate my job and they make me use this tool. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's, it's not feedback you're going to easily process and... and yeah, when maybe maybe I wonder if this person is influential. Maybe it's someone well known in the community, and they're they're worried about like maybe they're going to turn people off of the product, or or alternatively, maybe it'd be a big boost if if I if I won them over somehow. Yeah, like you could know? you just say something nice about this product? It would really help my bonus. Yeah, my profit sharing bonus. If that's the case, then maybe you do reveal yourself and say, "Hey, I want to I want to address your concerns." Yeah, and I guess that's maybe the premise in this question that we should we should hit head on, which is is it a problem to blow your cover? Like what what's the yeah. problem there? Why do you not want people to know that you work on this? Maybe because you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I, I I worked at Walmart and some people hate Walmart. <laughs> if I say, Hey, I worked on this app, then they might say, Tell me more about where you live so now, I can yeah, find you. Exactly. Now I hate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just I didn't used to hate you. I, I thought you were great, but man, something happened in the last fourteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. I think that happened with one of the store employees once. I was like picking up my medicine and they saw I worked at Walmart and were like, Oh cool, what do you work on? And I said, Oh, like their tech stuff and then their face fell because they had just had this horrible day at work because some system that they depended on was busted. Oh, and I tried to clarify, like, no, 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 that's not me. Like, look, so I, other people. I'm sure I've caused yeah. you much pain other days, but today is not one of those days. <laughs> yeah. Yes, maybe you do reveal yourself to this person. It could be the kind of situation where you're in a Slack community that's like 
public and it maybe it's against your employer's policy to reveal that you work for them. Maybe you're in a competitor slack. <laughs> yeah. You can't out yourself or you'll be in trouble. Listen, I just need you to rant about this product, not this other one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever successfully influenced someone who I only casually know to be less ranty. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> if you like to rant, it is not an easily changed trait. Maybe you'll find a different thing to rant about, but... Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. You need to find a topic that can really get this person going. And uh, anytime they start to rant about your product, you just boom. Yeah, oh, yeah? what are some common... You got to fi- find like a suite of common triggers. Oh, yeah. Like Guido they're, shot first. If they're first. like a Linux user. Han shot first. Uh, Easy. System D. Yeah, system... That oh, yeah. triggers rants. Oh, yeah. I mean, depending on how far back you want to go, you could just say the word SCO Linux. I'd get people going 10, 15 years ago. I would have, yeah. It did <laughs> not get me going. I, I didn't. I don't know that one. You, in other words, you're going to have to go deep on this person's life and figure out what they hate. Hey, that's some really interesting feedback you have about this product. But really what I'm interested on is your opinions on the current political situation. Yeah. And then boom. What about, what if you just drop the uh, ludicrous display thing? Just pivot them to sports. Oh, yeah. Did you see the that ludicrous display last night? Exactly. Yeah, it could work. You could even do it with a Slack bot. <laughs> yeah, you could probably you could probably program a natural language machine learning model to identify, like to classify all the statements coming out of this person in Slack. And when they get on a topic of when it's when it has like a high rant sentiment and yeah. a subject that it's got like the keyword of your product or something. yeah, exactly. Then boom, Slack bot comes in. Did you see that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Foolproof. That reminds me of the time that I changed our chat. We I was working at a company that was doing some work loosely affiliated with the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. I changed our chat bot so that every time someone said the word Super Bowl, it meant it replied, Did you mean superb owl? and posted a different picture of the <laughs> owl. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and it drove one of my coworkers insane, and he lost it in chat, screaming at the bot, and then I felt bad. And to which I you responded, the bot can't it. hear you unless you say Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. This is so great. Uh, yeah. Oh. Check in on that person. Did the person know you wrote the bot? Yeah, I think so. I think they knew. <laughs> so they were ranting about your product. Yeah, they were. They were. That's a good point. And I responded by removing my product. But yeah, killing the product. <laughs> well, there so, you go. That's, and that's and with that, question answered. <laughs> yes, indeed. Delete Shut your the product. whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, who knew that the secret, that the solution to this complex problem lied? Or just was sitting right in front of you the whole time. Yeah. This is like a, you want to teach them a lesson, right? You don't know what you've got till it's gone. You complain about this product. I think you're taking it for granted. And you'll learn that once it doesn't exist anymore. When I shut it down. Yeah. And then you hope that there's not an easily, an, an easy replacement with a competitor. Exactly. All right. Did we answer the question? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good luck. Hey, Jameson, have you heard about the Great Resignation? 
is it that Charles Dickens book? <laughs> Wait, no. The entire population on Earth has started taking our advice of quit your job. Uh, yes, that's right. Apparently, we have achieved influencer status. We've been telling developers for years to quit their jobs, and now we want to tell you how to do it. We're ready to reveal the secret. I mean, you don't just walk out shooting finger guns. <laughs> yes, well, you do that first. But after you do that, there's a new service we want to tell you about called Hired. What is Hired, Dave? Hired is the biggest AI-driven marketplace that matches engineers with companies. It is a great way to find your next job. I've been watching this industry for 20 years with a keen interest on hiring in particular, and I've never seen anything like Hired. Tell me about what you're seeing. So I've interviewed about 150 people in the last year, and I am serious. Every candidate that's come to me through Hired has multiple offers, and they're incredibly high, scary high, like 30% higher than other candidates. Is that before or after the finger guns? <laughs> yeah. Uh, both. <laughs> the beauty is it's totally free for engineers, uh, and we would love for you to go try it. Go to hired.com slash soft skills to check it out. Hired.com slash soft skills. Quit your job the best way and check out Hired. Would you like to read our next question? Yes, this comes from a listener named Kieran who asks, Hi, guys. Loving the podcast from down under. I'm working part-time as a dev while I complete my software engineering degree. It's been fun, but there are almost no processes in place for, com for development, and not many other devs seem to care about improvement. Although I am the most inexperienced here, I feel some of the devs do not care about the quality of the work as I, have often, as I often have to refactor some of their code due to it being buggy, slow, and undocumented. For example, still using var in JavaScript. I've talked to management about improving our standards. However, they brushed me off saying, yeah, some of the developers are stubborn. They are not brushing me off because I lack technicality as I've been given an end user app as a solo project. How should I go about encouraging the team to improve our processes? <laughs> I love that. I love the management response of like, yeah, they're stubborn. Like you, you are coming to them as, as, a, as, as an employee saying, I really want this to change. How can you help me change? And they're like, oh, gee, yeah, what a, what a tricky situation we're in, huh? What a, what a pickle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if only they weren't stubborn. Yeah, if only, yeah, man. Well, back to work. It's, it's, <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Although it, that is a pretty classic manager move of like, I don't want to deal with this problem right now. Like, mm -hmm. yep, it's just the way things are. It's like it's like a little bit of empathy. And uh, now it's time for our one-on-one -on -one to be over. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of calculated empathy yes calculated tactical, soulless targeted empathy exactly targeted tactical empathy deployment weaponized weaponized <laughs> weapons grade empathy <laughs> yeah just enough empathy to get me out of here i also love that the example of buggy slow and undocumented code is still using var in javascript yeah <laughs> now, now i feel old var was all we had back in my day <laughs> <laughs> it still works it does complete with hoisting and everything yeah so i have noticed that there are some places that produce software as part of their business output but they don't seem to have a culture of of like we we really do software development and care about the craft and it's not that they're necessarily on the other end of the spectrum of like we just yolo and throw stuff out as fast as we can it's more like they're 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 companies that employ software developers that are just they just show up they do their job they go home and and 
there's not a culture of engagement in in craft or or like meta work you know it's it's just it's it's pretty i don't know i don't know how to say it without sounding patronizing because i'm saying like there's these lowly people that don't care but like it's true there's some places that they write code and they they just don't care and that's fine it probably makes money still but it's hard to change that culture from the inside especially as a super junior person yeah that's 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 hard to agitate for i think i'm doing the thing your manager did like yeah man yeah tough Woo. What a tough situation you're in. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> Gotta go. What about next week? Yeah. <laughs> I I okay, here's what I would do. I would start with the the right where defining right is a tricky problem, but the, the right intersection of like really small, easy to implement, and impactful. There are lots of big changes you could you could imagine, or changes that might take a lot of work to to make happen or that are far off from the way things currently work. But if, if they're not on board, they being the other devs, boy, is it going to be a lot of work to go like from FTPing files around to CI, CD, you know, yeah. you're going to do all of that and they're going to be kind of dragging their feet along the way towards it. But what if you just pick one tiny little thing like, hey, what if we, I don't know, what if we review our code? I don't know. That's also not very tiny. What, what would a tiny thing be? Stop using VAR. <laughs> yeah yeah stop using var yeah there you go problem left as an exercise to the listener yeah <laughs> i think actually stop using var is a bad example because it doesn't matter <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah but you know you got to start somewhere <laughs> you do have to start somewhere but ideally it'd be something that mattered like look the the only thing that matters is that i get to have a little more control over this team <laughs> <laughs> that's true well then then still you need to it's like you're training an animal you got to establish it's like trusting authoritative relationship. You okay. can't just step in there and stomp around, you know? Oh, okay. They're wild beasts. They don't respect dominance? No, it's more like they'll just run away. Oh, I see. So you have to kind of... Are, these are, yeah, these are ground squirrels. Okay. <laughs> they can be tamed, but by default, they will, they will run free. They will run. You have to get yes. them used to handing marshmallows over to them. Exactly, yeah. And they're so cute. <laughs> And only some of them carry rabies and leprosy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where did we go wrong with this metaphor? I feel like we might be off track. The rabies is VAR. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. This metaphor went just weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, start small. That's my advice. Okay. Start small with something easy to implement that you can point to and say, look, see? See? We, we tried this and it's better. It is. It is. It can be challenging to make a business case or even make an engineering case uh, to persuade people like this because what you're saying is, listen, change the way you're working to be the way I want us to work, and to prove that it's working, I will tell you that I like it. <laughs> you know, like there's no, <laughs> it's, it's hard to have like an objective metric at the end where you can say, look, this number moved up. See exhibit A. I want to do this. Right. <laughs> the metric is I like it. <laughs> the KPI is do I like it <laughs> I'm going to give you another thing that you shouldn't do which is you shouldn't start to harp on like pride in your craft you know like I don't think you will have much success by telling them listen you you don't care at all and you need to start yeah. you need to change and start caring about this stuff this is important because I think that'll like be likely to make them feel defensive of, yeah. of this 
young person new to the company coming in and telling them they're all doing it wrong and that they don't care about their job. Yeah. And that, I think that's a, I'll, let's just call that the whippersnapper factor where you, you're coming in at a disadvantage because you've got this youthful energy that the old timers might perceive as youthful foolishness. <laughs> yeah. And so you'll have to overcome that. And the only way to overcome that, I think, is with hard, hard, obje- objective reality. And boy, can that be challenging when it comes to things like using VAR, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like you yeah. do already have some processes in place. You've got code review, right? Did I read that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's in the extra detail. Yeah, exactly. So they have the... stand-ups, they have code reviews. This is something we didn't read that was in the kind of side notes on the question. So so it's not like this is complete Wild West, right? So you're going to, I would say, be very careful in what you pick to start. And and I would su- submit, like Jameson, that, that VAR is probably not the the hill that you need to take first. <laughs> yeah. But maybe there is something. You know, maybe it's like, hey, I've found a unobtrusive linting system that can warn us about bad syntax or errors or things that won't work in certain browsers before we push it or as part of our code review process. Th- these things are unobtrusive. And so like I, th- some of the things I love is when you get like a little robot that's designed to comment on code reviews to say things like, hey, you might want to double check this. You're shadowing a variable here and it might not behave the way you thought. Or, hey, you've got an unused import here. But it's like it's not going to hold up the review process at first, right? That's what I mean by unobtrusive. Yeah. And then people start to get used to it and go, oh, yeah, that's handy, you know? And then eventually when people are on board with it, then you can start making it block the review process to say, hey, remember that thing that's been giving us good ideas for the last couple of months? Why don't we just make that required? And everyone goes, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. So you kind of ease them into it, one marshmallow at a time. You could also target a recent painful thing. Maybe there's an incident you just had. Yes. Or, or, or I don't know, some task that, went poorly because of using VAR. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should not be so snarky about that. About it's the just, VAR? Why yeah, are you so just, obsessed with VAR? It's like all you do is I, rant I about am. VAR. Yeah. But don't it's you know that right I'm... free in my head. I, I, I like the, the inventor of JavaScript is on this call right now and just so you? upset. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I've been, I've been the undercover inventor of JavaScript forever. Oh. Well, you got a you got a fall guy then. I'm offended. Someone else's name is is on the just tin. A, just offended that you don't like VAR. No, I do like VAR. VAR is fine. That's my point. I'm I don't like starting with changing VAR to let as the big process improvement. I had a point and I forgot what it was. Yeah, start with pain. If 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 you're not quite sure what kind of in a vacuum would be a good first thing to start with look around to see what is painful now and can you can you is there any change you want to make that aligns with solving that pain i like it did we answer the question i think my only other idea is to get one of those what are those boards that you wear where there's a sign on the front oh yeah what are those called like a are those placards uh i don't know what is a placard that's uh, just a poster I don't know. I don't know what they're called either. So that's that's another thing you'll have to do is first figure out what they're called. <laughs> yeah, step one. You, you want to <laughs> vocabulary. Yeah, start start a. You're starting a trying to win the the hearts and minds of people. You're starting a war of ideas, and you need to deploy propaganda. Okay. <laughs> so so kind of protests outside of your office. Probably get some folks to come join you. Down with VAR. Down. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's all I got. I think we've answered it. Okay. (laughs) You hit the bottom of the well there. That's what it sounds like when you hit the bottom of the well. And it's bone dry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What can people do if they would like their own questions answered? Go to softskills.audio and click the ask a question button. And we just want to say thank you to everyone who has done that. So many questions every week. We love them all. We collect them like little trinkets, like little Russian nesting dolls on my fireplace mantle. We thank you so much for that. Keep them coming. Thank you. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Mm